You're listening to ayahuascapodcast.com. Hi guys and welcome to ayahuascapodcast.com. Today we're joined by Scott. Uh, Scott, welcome to the podcast. Uh, tell a little bit about yourself. Where are you from, Scott? Where are you coming in from? Uh, from Nova Scotia, Canada. Uh, so, uh, Scott was a guest at Lawyer Retreat. Um, when was it? Six months ago ish? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, Scott reached out to me a few weeks ago asking for the the logo of Lawyer to send it to him. And I said, why? He said he wants to make it to two. Uh, the logo for those of you who are watching the video, it's right there on my on my t shirt. So, um, and I said, why? He said that he got, uh, he's pretty happy with the results he got here. So he wants to put it as a memory, just so you know, guys. So we changed logo about a year ago. So far, I think we have more than 10 people already tattooed it on their bodies, which is uh, a great, um, uh, makes me very proud. It means the logo we chose was, um, was pretty. Just so you know, the logo has been made by number one Latvian logo designer. For those that don't know, I come from Latvia. So if you ever go to Old Riga in the restaurants uh, you see around, you'll see that uh, the logos, they, they've been made by the same guy. So, um, Scott, why? No, let's let's start let's... from the beginning. Um, uh, when you came to Lawaira, you came to to seek healing from 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 what, and 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 how did you end up at uh, at Lawaira? Um, so I've dealt with uh, PTSD from being a vet in the military for many years, and uh, I've tried so many different medications and therapies, and nothing gave me the relief that I needed. Um, so after a couple of years of doing research uh, with less traditional medicines. Um, uh, I came to do a lot of research on ayahuasca and DMT and um, medicinal mushrooms. And um, I did a couple macro doses of mushrooms and the enlightenment I got from it and the healing in the moment was nothing I've ever experienced from any SSRI or SNRI. So, um, but it was not lasting. So essentially the more research I did on DMT and ayahuasca, um, it just led me to, um, I guess, looking for different resorts and stuff down South. And, um, I came across yours and, uh, everything about it from the reviews to the price. It was, uh, it was right up my alley and exactly what I was looking for. So uh, I hit quite a bad low um, about two months before I came to the retreat. And uh, that's what kind of pushed me over the edge to to uh, take the gamble, buy the plane tickets, book my place at the retreat and, uh, and make it happen. And uh, it has been life-changing. So before we talk about results, how, how was the process uh, as your ceremonies um, progressed? Like what was the, 
what were you seeing what were you feeling uh and when when were you uh when were you able to say like oh yeah i feel i feel that something something happened was there one moment or was it just a gradual shift uh a gradual shift over time as you know when i was there i didn't really have um any crazy experiences with the medicine um i went my first two ceremonies and i didn't have any experience at all um it started to uh kind of hit me in a negative way thinking you know this isn't working this was a waste of money um by the third ceremony i had a little bit of an experience um but again it wasn't anything life-changing um and then the fourth day ceremony that we had on the saturday um it was a great experience but again it was nothing um crazy i didn't i never had any visions the entire time i was there um mm -hmm. i didn't go very deep or so i thought but as everybody says, you know, it's not going to give you what you think you need. Um, it's going to give you what you actually need. Um, so, you know, everybody goes there. It's, it's hard not to have any expectations at all. But of course, everybody's there for healing. So you're going to have some sort of an expectation of what you want to receive out of the experience. Um, but while I was there, you know, I was almost depressed leaving because I didn't feel like I experienced what I needed to, but the sense of community and the compassion and the love from complete strangers that in itself was a life-changing experience. Um, but then once I came back home and, and I, I really took everything I learned from my experience at Lawira. And um, as soon as I came back home, my wife and, and my kids and my parents noticed a complete shift in my mentality. Um, and then over time, it was really hard for me to notice that right away. But that's why it took me a while to kind of reach out to you because I'm very in tune with my emotion and my feelings. But as the months progressed and I was like, I don't, I don't feel as depressed as I was. I'm not in that, that rut and that darkness. Um, and the more I focused on how, more light was in my life and how less angry and less judgmental I am. Um, that's when I really started to notice that there was something about that medicine that completely shifted my thought train and, and that negative emotion. Yeah. Well, that I'm, I'm glad you bring it up because I don't think enough words are spoken about this subject online because when people talk about ayahuasca, they expect this big explosion of visions, which which comes, you know, occasionally you you experience that, but it's completely not what uh, what is what is needed in most of the cases. And at the retreat, I'm sure you remember when you're here, we always talk about you know patience, guys. You need to be patient, get uh, re release your expectations. You know, the medicine will give you what you need, not what you want. And it's, um, I can say it over and over again. Sometimes it feels like I'm talking to the wall because people <laughs> don't, they cannot understand that what I mean by that is exactly what I mean by that, that the experiences is not as you expect them to be. And uh, especially if you've done mushrooms before LSD, you expect just that. And ayahuasca is not mushrooms and LSD. It's much more, much more than that. So you might get less visions you might get it might be completely bodily experience sometimes but nevertheless the the shift and the change that happens is profound as you experience in yourself something has been shifted something has been removed 
and we're not capable enough as you know basic human beings we are to even notice what what's happening this is why a lot of time it feels to people that they're not having an experience because once again it's not meeting their expectations but uh, when when the when the retreat is over and then what really matters is how you feel afterwards and and it changes this is it means it was it was a productive experience so i'm glad you experienced that and i'm glad you can talk openly about it because a lot of people that they their ego gets uh, attached and then they're like yeah i didn't feel anything and you tell everyone you didn't feel anything so when you when you get better you prefer to like i'll, I'll just keep it to myself so they don't think you know like they don't go go and tell me like i told you style thing but yeah all that matters really is not the experience itself in the end of the day is what you feel afterwards because it's medicine you know when you come to the doctor and it gives you a pill you don't care about how you're going to feel like what the experience of taking a pill is going to be like this is irrelevant you want the relief afterwards and and as, as long as the medicine can provide that that there, there can be really no complaints so thank you for mentioning that um so you said you are a veteran right um right um uh yeah we 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 do notice that a lot of veterans come through our doors and uh i kind of i'm for some reason uh really interested in like creating a veteran program i'm sure i mentioned to you something about it but um we're, we're far from that but still i think it's a very very vulnerable uh part of a population because uh they're generally the veterans tend to be kind of against the against the spirituality sort of side of things so what what did you do personally or maybe how, how your journey was to being able to like you know accept that uh, and and because uh, uh you know generally it's kind of looked down uh, i guess in in the in the veteran circles if i'm not uh understanding it wrongly um <clears throat> honestly after i released um and i kind of spiraled downhill um I really didn't. I'm very open towards different um, avenues of healing, I guess. Um, and where conventional medication wasn't working. And, and honestly, I wanted to come off the conventional medication because, you know, honestly, it's the withdrawals you get from medication. How healthy can that be, right? I mean, it's no different than meth or <laughs> you know hard drugs you know your body reacts so negatively when you miss your medication for a day or two that in my eyes i was like how can this be healthy for my brain or my body so that's when i started um kind of looking at more psychedelic healing um and mushrooms like i said um and the healing that I received from one macrodose of mushrooms, the, the, the feeling that I got was, I, I hadn't felt that since I was a kid. So with that, I knew there was more to it. And that's what kind of led me down the rabbit hole to, to find other psychedelics. And, and I'm, I must've watched a hundred videos of different people's experiences uh, with DMT and ayahuasca so um originally uh dmt um dimethyltryptamine found me um locally and that was when the pandemic kind of started to hit so i didn't have the opportunity to go anywhere to experience ayahuasca 
so really I was only able to experience DMT, which was the only um, thing that I had. And it completely opened my mind to a completely different realm um, in the mind's eye, so to speak. But that's where the spirituality, like you mentioned, kind of came from, um, knowing that there is more to life than what we see in our day to day. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's where the spirituality in me kind of came from DMT and, and the psychedelics themselves kind of gave me that shift, um, and really, I don't really give a shit what other people think about me or, or what my beliefs are, um, as long as they work for me and they make my life and the people around me better. You know, that's all that really matters to me. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good way to look at it. But um, now, you know, you sort of went through this journey yourself and working with different plant medicines and finding your relief from your symptoms. Would you uh, recommend... Um, other veterans for example with similar issues to to look uh, look for psychedelics or look for plant medicines to to experience the relief absolutely um like i said with conventional pill pushing doctors um you know absolutely it does work for some people but i have been off my medication for quite a long time now and I've never felt better and I believe it's all due to ayahuasca um, I used to go for ketamine infusion therapy as well and I got relief from that but again it was only short term um, nothing really gave me that mental shift that I received from ayahuasca so I think um, it wasn't just due to the medicine it was due to uh, yourself and the facilitators and the whole sense of community at La Huayra. Um, it's nothing I've ever experienced before. Even in the military, uh, there's a lot of community in the military in some aspects, but I've never experienced the compassion and the love for a complete stranger that I experienced when I was down at your retreat. Um, that in itself was eye opening and, um, from what I gather watching your podcasts and different pictures and images and, and chats of people that have experienced the same thing down there. It's, it wasn't just a one-off from my retreat. It just seems to be whether it's the people that the retreat draws in or whether it's the work that you guys and the plant medicine is doing there. It's, it's all combined and, and it's, it's awe-inspiring. It's uh it's a different world and it's, everything about it is healing thank you scott yeah we um we do do our best to create the culture of that uh, mutual support and group healing and i would say 99 percent of times we're successful in that sometimes there you know some groups are different than others and there's a big spectrum but i would say most of the times we're able to to get people to to that state and to that uh, level of compassion so of course nothing is possible without people themselves and obviously without ayahuasca because as we slowly kind of like direct group in a certain direction medicine also helps and 
in the end it results in this sort of beautiful phenomena you've experienced yourself uh, which is something when you see it um, happen you just want the world to be that way you want everyone to just care for everyone and and uh that just can't help but put put an idea in your head like you know how wonderful would it be to wake up one day and have everyone had ayahuasca yesterday that would be a pretty yeah. pretty awesome reality to to be alive in but uh not sure if it's gonna happen in our lifetimes but um slowly but surely we're gonna try and get there but um so yeah, Scott, where where is the where is the Lavira tattoo going going on? Which part? I haven't figured that out yet, but it's going to be uh, your logo, and it's going to be the actual molecule of mm -hmm. DMT. Um, but I haven't figured out exactly where it's going to go. I'm still designing it right now. Nice. Once you do it, send me send me the photo. I'll uh, I'll share it on on Instagram. Absolutely, so, always it makes me happy. Uh, there's a lot of different versions of the virus. My 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 wife also has uh, has it on her shoulder. So I don't have any tattoos, but if I if I'd get one, maybe it would be the, the one. You're I gonna have to. Yeah, maybe eventually. You know when I when I feel ready. But yeah, Scott, um, I'm I'm happy to have stories like this. You know. Uh, people people coming over and you know a lot of times people reach out to me and they say you know i feel better and i get relief from this and that and sometimes it's physical ailments sometimes it's uh mental and it just makes me happy you know the the work we're doing is very difficult as you can probably see in my tired eyes uh it's not easy but um that's the, definitely one of those things that that keep, keeps us going so Thank you for coming on. Uh, hopefully somebody who is listening to that, maybe a veteran or somebody with uh, PTSD or depression gets motivated to to come out to Loira, drink ayahuasca and uh, take a leap um, and uh, and get get uh, get relief as well. Um, so any parting words, Scott, anything you want to tell to people or maybe if, if other veterans want to find you and ask for advice, you want to share share where they can find you. Um, first of all, I'd like to say that the anxiety that I experienced going down there to do this on a whim in the middle of the jungle by myself took a lot. It was uh, the first three days. I don't even think I ate anything while I was there. I was terrified. But uh, if I could go back in time, I'd probably slap myself and just tell myself that you're in good hands and uh, there's nothing to be afraid of. The medicine's going to show you what it needs to show you. And uh, even if it's not giving you visions to literally show you something, you're going to experience something down the road that's hopefully life-changing. Um, so I, I hope to come down again um, and do a longer stint. It would be nice to have a couple of days uh, prior to the ceremonies to kind of relax and get the, the shakes out. Um, and then a couple of days afterwards before the long travel home, um, I think that would make a, a big change in the experience itself um, to give yourself that extra time. Um, Cause it is fast and furious when you're there and you're doing, you know, three ceremonies day after day after day, it's, it's a lot mentally and physically. Um, but yeah, that extra few days I think would make a big difference. And now that you have those, uh, the, the other shanties or the hut set up. Um, I think that's ideal. Yeah. I love yeah. them. I absolutely love them. Um, yeah. I think that's an excellent idea. 
Okay, Scott, thank you for uh thank you for coming over and um yeah, you said you watched a lot of videos of people describing their experience, you know. Now you're in one of those videos. Hopefully somebody's going to yeah. watch it and then there will be in a video and it, the you know, one day we wake up and uh the whole world will have access to this beautiful tool for healing uh of ayahuasca or other plant medicines uh and uh, hopefully by then we'll have uh happier healthier existence as a society so uh thank you for so. that thank you for bravery as well you know not everyone is uh is is willing to share about it it's still a forbidden topic by many but as you said you don't care what people think same do i no. scott <laughs> so thank you thanks Sam. it was, it was a pleasure guys uh you've been listening to ayahuascapodcast.com hope you enjoyed this episode if you have a a veteran friend that might need some relief um, from any mental health issues, send this episode to him. And um, uh, so, yeah, thank you guys for listening. See you in the next episode.